Welcome to Fumbling Hobbyist, the podcast where we explore adventures and misadventures in spare time. I'm Sarah Gallagher, your host, and with me here today is my sister, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi, Sarah. If you are finding that our audio is a little weird today, we're doing some exploring of options of how to record from great distances. So we've got some experiments going on here, and we will see if this is something we'll repeat. So bear with us for today. Hopefully this audio quality will get better in the future. So Megan, what happened with your foot? Um, so I ride horses, as I know you talked about in the last, in the last episode of this podcast. And about, um, as of the date that we're recording, about two and a half weeks ago, um, I got stomped on pretty badly on one of my feet by um, the horse that I've been riding. And it was a total accident and a total, um, not malicious at all, just an accident. But he decided he was done with the current situation that he was in <laughs> and decided that he wanted to leave and um, and galloped past me. And as he was leaving, um, he one of his feet struck my foot. So it is not broken, um, but I have been pretty much um, very restful for the last more than two weeks here trying to get it healed. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so now I have to ask. When you, like, when something like this happens to you, this is like a pretty intense injury. And you and I have been talking about this since this happened, and it sounds like, like, this foot injury is affecting every aspect of your life. Yes. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's, it's, it's not broken. It's so silly, um, but it's it's definitely not broken. And today was actually the first day that I wore sneakers um, to work and out and about around the world. Um, but yes, it is affecting every aspect of my life. My dog has not been getting appropriate walks. Um, I've, I've had to sort of adjust um, how I work. I'm still been going to work, um, but. <laughs> I've been like making people bring me things <laughs> or bringing me people um, and um, to have appointments and things. Um, and even like, like for the first few days, standing up in the shower was sort of interesting and sort of having to balance on one foot. And um, so, yes, it has absolutely affected every moment of my waking and sleeping life. <laughs> wow. So... I don't think I've ever had a hobby where if I've been seriously injured that I would like want to go back and continue with that hobby. So what makes this, what, what makes horseback riding for you something that is worth this risk? Sure. And it's interesting. Okay. So I think that this is really interesting because you are the person who got me into riding horses. Isn't that weird? It's hilarious, um, um, and, and like in a good way, hilarious. Um, because like, yeah, you started riding horses, and therefore, I was able to start riding horses. Um, to me, it is—it's just so part of my 
of my soul and so part of like I, I, it's so part of who I am as a person um, that I ride horses and I love spending time with them and I love that emotional connection. To me, riding horses is not, it's, it's, a, it's like a friendship. It's like a relationship. And so even though like family members or, or very close friends might do hurtful things or like they, they didn't mean it. It was just an accident. I'm not going to like not be friends with somebody just because I don't know an equivalent. Like certainly no one of my friends like hit me with a car or anything ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, we, if they did, we may have to have conversations about your friends at some point. Right. And, and I wouldn't <laughs> stay friends with those people. I really hope. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that that's kind of enlightening. I love how you said that it's part of your soul. Yes. That's really interesting to me. That's so neat to think of a hobby or an activity that a person does as so integral to their identity that it's part of their soul. Yeah, and one of the things about horseback riding for me is that it's I have been riding for tw for 20 years, um, but I've been an intermittent rider. I took a couple years off at the end of high school. I took a couple years off after college. Um, and really kind of for a while, like last year, I really didn't ride at all. And, and at various points have thought to myself, well, maybe this just isn't a, a thing that I'm going to keep in my life. This is maybe a thing that I've done in the past, and I'm not necessarily going to keep doing it forever in the future. Um, but every time I try to stop riding or stop being around horses, um, it, it like, it hurts, like it physically hurts. And it's, it's, it's like emotionally painful. Um, and so it's, it's definitely something that I don't know that I'll ride consistently for the rest of my life, but I know that I will always be an equestrian. I will always be a horse person. I will always have some, um, type of connection to that world. I love that. And you know, it's interesting for me to think about that because one of the one of the reasons that this podcast works for me is because I have such a wide variety of very shallow hobbies. And it's such a different perspective to think about having one hobby that is such that is such an intense part of life that it like you don't get sick of it. Like I've never had a hobby that I don't at some point or another just get sick of and say, I'm just done with this for now. Mm. And I definitely go for me, it's a lot of um, balance. I have, I feel that I have multiple hobbies that I am. I'm, I, I think maybe I'm a little bit the opposite of you actually, um, because I think I have multiple hobbies that are very, very deep and close to my heart, um, like camping and hiking, which has been a relatively recent addition to my hobby type, you know, to hobbies and things, but like things like travel. And I couldn't do one without the other because I would always feel like I was missing a part of um, what makes me me. Sure. 
sure. It's yeah. really annoying. It's annoying. It's, it's terrible. It's really annoying to have multiple things that you want to do so badly. <laughs> <laughs> You, what do you mean by that? Like you can't focus in on one thing? Oh, no, no, no. I want to focus so much on both of them. Um, and, and so like, but there's only 24 hours in the day. And I'm, I mean, not unfortunately because I love my job, but, you know, eight or nine of those every day is working. And then I sleep a lot. So eight or nine of those are sleeping. <laughs> and then like <laughs> the normal going about life, there's not enough time. <laughs> I'm like, there's not enough weekends. Like, on any given weekend, I would be perfectly happy staying home and hanging out at the barn and spending multiple hours every day at the horse barn. And I would be incredibly happy to be going and traveling and exploring and doing doing things out in the world or hiking or camping or, you know, whatever that thing might look like, visiting friends in other cities. Um, and so, so, so it's impossible to choose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What a good problem to have. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, back to your foot. Yes. Do you know what the doctors that you've been seeing are projecting for your healing? Um, I haven't been to the doctor. They, they did x-rays the day after it happened, and I haven't been back um, I've had a couple of phone conversations with them, and at when I first went to them, they gave me a boot to wear and said to wear the boot for a week, which is great. And I thought, wonderful, so a week and we'll be good to go. This isn't a problem. Um, and then when I did a follow-up conversation a, a good week and a half after the accident, um, they said, well, you know, it could be four to six weeks for it to heal. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, so not what I was expecting, but at this point, um, I was happy with how it was just in a sneaker today. I have a short day of work t tomorrow um, as of when we're, we're recording. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be back to semi-normal-ish by early to mid next week. That would be amazing. And does that mean that by the middle of next week you're hoping to be back on the horse? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. And probably pretty lightly. And the, the biggest issue is just like, um, with the stirrup, like I, I'm not worried about, um, just the flexing my foot in that way that I would need to in the stirrup. Um, I think my, it, it's just very stiff right now. And I think it's possible that it's stiff from how much rest it's been getting. Um, oddly enough <laughs> um, because it's just it's just all every part of this foot is just even places that weren't injured just feel very stiff yeah so. yeah wow well I think it would be super fun for us to check back in on you next week and see how it's going kind of follow up on that would you be up for that yes absolutely okay so if you are listening, if you have anything to add to this conversation, you can shoot us an email at fumblinghobbyist at gmail.com, or you can get on our Facebook page, Fumbling Hobbyist, and super exciting news, you can now listen to Fumbling Hobbyist on your iTunes podcasts if you use iTunes podcasts. So we'll follow up with Megan next week and see how her foot's doing and see if she was able to get back on the horse called 40. 
Until then, enjoy your fumbling hobbies. Keep us apprised of your misadventures, and we'll see you back here next week on Fumbling Hobbyists.